It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. We are at the Rockin' Pods Expo with Kenny Olson today of the, I guess formerly of the Brown... Yeah, Twisted Brown Trucker Band. What I want to do is just kind of start chronologically. I, I said, there's, a, it's, there's not that much information online, like if I'm going to go in Wikipedia, about uh, kind of when you started um, with Twisted Brown Trucker and Kid Rock. Yeah. And the reason I ask this is... Uh, um, we're both from Midwest. Okay, uh, Minnesota, yeah. Indiana, Illinois is where I live. Midwest is best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, rock country. And, but we, uh, back in the day, were you, with, were you with him, I guess what I'm saying, before Devil Without the Calls came out? Like yeah. A year I, or two. Like, yeah, yeah. I started, um, you know, him and I have known each other since, you know, back when he was, you know, just got his start, you know, and he was uh, doing the, our drive records and doing his, uh, he was probably about... 18, 17 when I met him, 18, I was like, okay. I'm about a year and a half older than he is, but he went east coast, I went to the west coast, you know, we kind of, I bounced back and forth coast, back to Detroit, and um, we started playing together in uh, 1995. Okay. So, so that, hold on, let me think about that. So then, Polyfuse, you were young Polyfuse? No, no, he didn't, like, he, Early Morning Stone Pimp was a record he just put out, he, rec- he did that in 94. And he put out 95, and then we pretty much put together the live band thing. When we first got signed to Atlantic, they were like, you know, everybody's like, what are you guys? So you're like, right. You know? Yeah, like, no, and, and the reason I'm asking that whole before Devil Without Cause is because the fact that I, I, I went to Purdue, yeah. and there was this one night, and I just want to confirm that this makes sense, um, okay. that 
there was one party I was going to go to. It was in uh, the basement of the fraternity. Yeah, we played. Yeah, you we did. Play, yeah, I played. Because okay, I went there the next day. They're <laughs> like, the they're fraternity like, brothers gave up their bedrooms and everything. We like, I woke up the next day. Like, or did you used to do a lot of parties? Like, we we did a few. You know, we did quite a few. But that one, I remember. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Lafayette, Indiana. Yeah, after we all stayed up all night long. Uh, you know, just eating potato chips and watching the 700 Club. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I remember waking up like, uh, like, where am I? And I'm like, yeah, oh, no that's kidding. right, I'm at a frat party in Purdue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, the next day, though, the guy said that this is the guy that played. He's from Detroit, he's called Kid Rock. Yeah, and, we did, and, I was like, there. The, um, the, the original, you know, the, the Stone Cold, yeah, I, yeah. I always forget that one. But early, early Morning Stone, Stone Pimp, yeah. And I was like, this guy's in a wife beater, and you're telling me he's raps, he's got a full band, I'm like, yeah, that was back. That was um, I. I remember that show. I mean, that's the. Can you believe you even remember? And it, and I think it's and amazing. After, yeah. Out of like thousands and thousands and thousands of shows that I did with him, it was the chips and the seven hundred club that locked it in. Yeah, for you. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that I mean, those early years are a little easier for me to remember. I mean, it, once yeah, and once we really blew up it. Sure. But I mean, that, that's been pretty much like Devil Without a Cause. It's um, we pretty much started writing and doing all that stuff. At the end of 95, 96, recorded in 97. A lot of that record, um, the beautiful part about it was our approach was we just would go in there, I'd come up with a guitar riff or whatever, and we just we just kind of created the stuff on the spot. And I, I mean, like, got all the beautiful, I like calling them beautiful mistakes, unlike how they do a lot of stuff nowadays where it's like a polished turd, you know? Yeah. Where, like, that was, we just didn't really, we didn't give it, you know, a... You know, I don't know if I can swear, but we didn't really give a we didn't, we didn't give a shit about as far as you know we had a style of our own and we just kind of weren't afraid to try different kinds of music and we and even you know a lot of records I mean because I also you know produce and been I've been able to work with a lot of great producers through the years right. like Eddie Kramer and these guys like you know that. Um, you know, and I was always a big fan of like how like bands like Zeppelin or Hendrix they always used different amps and all kinds of stuff for every song, so a record wouldn't sound like you know like a typical record where we talk about that a lot. Actually, yeah, they come the in with their one of... same guitar rig, and it's like you know like when I produce records now, a guitar player like yeah, Kenny, this is my rig, and I'm like I'll be good for one or two songs, and they look at me like. Were you here like, for the producer panel by chance? They had Mike yeah, Michael Wagner yeah, up there. Yeah, and okay. yeah. Well, to- the same thing. Like Toby, Toby Toby's um, the Seven Day Binge project. I was talking about Toby's oh, working right on. on that record. Oh, really? Very yeah, cool. he's actually mixing a single that we're going to be putting out. So. Nice. And um, Toby and I have been friends for many years and have worked on. He Toby did a um, part, worked on my, me with uh, the Kenny Olson Cartel record. Okay. We did over House of Blues. So Toby, all the stuff that we recorded over there, Toby did with me. He's a great guy, and obviously his resume is uh, yeah <clears throat> quite impressive. But um, we got like the, the double thought cause for that album. It's still a headphone album for me because you can hear yeah. all these. It's like it's it's the reason it stands up for me is the fact that it doesn't sound like the guitar was just laid here. Yeah. it's just. It's I mean, we did. I used. Like, I used. I was like, oh, I don't like it's rap rock. Like, oh, it is much more. I yeah, used. It yeah, it was more. You know, like Jimmy and I, the keyboard player. We were on. We came from that old school. I mean, we all had a common thing that thread that we all liked, but you know, it was like it was as long as it was kept the you know the rock element, but kept that groove and having said that funky behind the hair behind the beat element to it, we were able to kind of just be fearless as far as where we went with it. I mean, even like 
songs like Only God Knows Why, you know, where it's like a lot of that stuff, like those are all first takes. Like I didn't even, uh, you know, we didn't, I didn't record that. Only that wasn't even, a lot of stuff on Devil wasn't even done on Pro Tools or anything like that. It was all tape on tape. I, with the simplicity of a lot of those songs that we did with Kid Rock, there was a lot of, uh, it left a lot of room for some different voicings to always be going on there to keep it guitar yeah. bass driven but had to like fill in the gaps to make it not such a you know sure. take it simplify but then kind of twist it all back around again so you know there's always a, a you know method to the madness I guess but I like to try to do stuff where I don't remember uh, even like with a clear head just like just not even if I remembered what I did when I did it then I don't I know I didn't do it well I'd rather like not know what I did and then listen back to it and go I did that that's cool that do you, do you ever record something and you, in like maybe a certain state of mind and then like the next morning you're like I am not listening to that for a few weeks and you go back and listen to it and it's like great yep oh yeah so like on the first uh, couple albums because you were there until the Kid Rock self title right yeah right up until uh, after um, you know we self-titled was our um, you know, like history well history rock was like basically a bunch of old stuff we right, right. put out so we physically recorded Devil we physically and then some of the stuff that wasn't on Devil was carried over to Cocky but we basically when we did Cocky we probably we recorded a lot of songs yeah. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that's never been put out oh, that yeah? we wrote. I'm surprised I'm surprised yeah. hasn't put it out. And then we did um, you know, plus even when Cheryl Crow was there, I mean Cheryl and I we did probably four songs besides Picture when she was there. We did, did you record kind of both Picture and the other one that was on the next album at the same time? Yeah. Okay. Run off to LA. Yeah. To, yeah. It's a classic line, baby. I just want to be we did it the self-title was really the third studio album because I mean like like I said uh, and then we had the the live album and that's why we just did like a preview for this uh, podcast and it's the beginning of uh, Rock and Roll Pantry and we're actually name checking yeah like we're starting off and Kenny Olsen yeah and that was pretty much when the live album came out that was um, when it was about to come out that's kind of when um you know, I decided that it was time to 
you know, leave the band, and so I, I quit around that time period. But uh, you know, it's been it was, you know, we had it was uh, some pretty amazing things, and we never thought in a million years recording Devil Without a Cause that it was gonna. Million or it's like I think we're twelve. It's tied with Sergeant Pepper's. It was a slow grower too, right? Yeah. It, 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 it's uh, like a year to hit. It's, it's like just it's been, um, next year is the twenty-year anniversary of it. So wow. you know, there's no telling with. Uh, Thanks, Kenny. I feel a little old as fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's twenty. I know. No, tell man. me. It was, um, I'm tired of all these anniversaries of records I love. It's like yeah, it's, I know. So on the, it, it remember jerking off to this album? Yeah, it's twenty-five years ago. That's right. Yeah, the Twisted Brown. Part of a, a lot of that writing yeah. yeah, yeah. There was um, there was a lot of uh, look the the credits on the first record are um, yeah because they just have us all as like a band thing. But you know, there's a lot of uh, put a lot of heart and soul and all that stuff you know through the years and uh, you know we made uh, we you know we, it was pretty uh, pretty amazing what we accomplished in that time period and. Yeah. And I'll yeah. say, we'll go uh, talk about your new new projects uh, in just a moment. Um, what I was just going to say is, I've seen, you just saw him live just recently, but the whole experience I had, I probably saw when you were in the band seven times, because you guys played so many fests, and every time I would go there, uh, it was always a great experience. Yeah. Like when you guys opened for Metallica, I'll just tell you, I don't know if Metallica was tired, but you guys after like destroyed we, we had quite a show, you know, and it's, it's a great show. I mean, things just kind of change, you know, and it's not, you know, I can't get too much into the personal end of things, sure. you know, it's, uh, but, you know, life is kind of crazy in the music industry and Most the people that come in involved, you know, it's, uh, and, you know, it's, uh, but I made my decision and, you know, sure. probably not the greatest time with the music industry going upside down and all the confusion of the downloads and everybody having zeros taken off their royalty checks, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, can, I can tell you this much. Um, I have, uh, and this is just a personal opinion, haven't enjoyed anything really since oh, that right zone on. as far as the musical outfit. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have, so, uh, you know, him and I, uh, we, well, all of us as a band, but we did some pretty amazing things together, you know, through those years. and. Yep. You know, I'll always, uh, you know, look back at that era and be like, you know, it's just, I mean, I don't think that's one of the things that him and I, you know, have as far as um, people wouldn't even believe half the shit that we saw or, did, oh, sure. or accomplished together or did or whatever. It's just, and all that stuff. It's just uh, it became such a blur, you know, it was like, I mean, it got to the point to where if a unicorn walked on my tour bus, I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, like it wouldn't have phased me at all.
what, um, why don't you kind of like recap what's going on right now? Well, um, right now I got a, quite a few different things going on. You know, I'm, I'm, um, and I'm actually in the midst of too. I've got a uh, my own pro, my own album that I've been. Um, you know, I'm always doing my own stuff because I can do that on my own schedule, and and I got a lot of amazing, legendary, and new, and, and some even just talented people in general that I've found that have you know, you know, been blessed to you know work with me on that. And something along the lines too. I've also got a couple different all-star things going with some other members of some other big bands that will be announced of those projects. I'm doing um, a documentary as well. And um, I started doing this years ago when I was taking like um, when I was out. We started doing those Experience Hendrix tours. And guys like you know Hubert Sumlin and Buddy Miles and Mitch Mitchell and all those people out on the road and just in general, you know, like legendary artists that I've met through the years have all been like, you know, Kenny, you need to do a record, you know, with a bunch of the, you know, the guys kind of like what Carlos did with the younger people, but with a lot of right, you. Right, right, sure. But also bring in some younger talent as far as, you know, to kind of give it a little bit of, you know, you know, flavor to it. Well, so, um, if there is one or two tracks of your solo material or projects you've been in that somebody wants to take a sample, what would you recommend for us to like play on, on the show? What will well, taste? I'm gonna I'm gonna get your guys' email and send you guys over some stuff. Right on. Great, nice. Uh, some sneak take, like sneak previews of some stuff. All right. And obviously, I like the you know like the seven day binge stuff. I think people um, as we've been resurrecting that. A lot of people, I think, will really gravitate to that. There's okay. even a self-titled call, song called Seven Day Binge." You know, off my Cartel album, there's um, some cool stuff on there too. It, you know, being here in Nashville, a lot of times you get. And I play in a lot of people's records as well, and do a lot of features and produce some stuff, and okay. you get sidetracked here making other people rich instead sure. of yourself. <laughs> gotcha. But but it's good. You know, it's an honor to be asked to do play with people that you like, you know, that you respect as artists, and I mean, it's fortunate I can do them, but the thing that's unfortunate is no one's ever hardly in the same room anymore. So, and it's like, I've had sessions like, you know, like I did at, um, uh, for example, like Faith Evans and Kelly Price had me do a, a song, uh, Trouble World single, and it was like, and I was someone was asking me an interview, what was it like being in the studio with them, and I was like... And I thought about it, and the first thing that came out of my mouth, I was like, it was like phone sex with condoms on, because we weren't in the same room. <laughs> you want to get, get him a, a sock? You want a jerk sock? Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, sign oh, oh, the yeah. growl towel. Yeah, so yeah like, the growl towel. towel. <laughs> I love it. That's, this, a, that's the quote. This is uh, the uh, this is the pu- this we'll, is sign, the, we'll sign up for you. That's the puppet for Bunk Puppet it's, Theater. Yes, here we go. That's the, what, uh, uh, it's that's, a recurring joke on our show. So that's when, when, you, when you catch someone snapping one off in their bunk. You call, are you play, <laughs> excuse me, but are you playing? Are you performing bunk, one bunk Puppet Theater? Oh my god, what's the opposite of the Mile High Club, right? And also, <laughs> you got complimentary face fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I want, I want both. Is, uh, yeah. I want one of right each. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Who knew it? Trust me. Today, doesn't matter who you talk to, you're not going to jerk sock and, and face fans. You know. Right on. That's. Okay. I mean, that is okay. awesome. Jerk sock, make it work. Make it work. 
made it worth it, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Someone needs to come out with like... What did you call it again? Growl, growl towel. towel. Love it. Why hasn't anybody towel. come up with a special, you know, take like a little play off of Jergens? But just jerkins. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, just a lotion just for jerking off. Jerkins. Like the, yeah, then, you can sell it with jerk socks. Yeah, and then they got like, you know, Walgreens in this jerkins little sample section and CVS with travel size. We might have, we might we got have the travel size. The I think we uncovered a topic people <laughs> yes. are far more comfortable talking about than we thought. I know. <laughs> Everybody wants to bring it up. Yeah. And I was like, what did I say? It's like, at a podcast convention, this is our audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if you haven't titled the album yet, let's well, not self title. Let's just say you can. You can Throw that in there. Jerk growl, towel. Growl towel. Yeah. Growl towel. Yeah. Perfect. That's much better. Andy Olson's well, Thank you. I and that, that note, as we go, we went off topic. Oh, of, we love it. Are you kidding? Off that's off our show. whole bit. It's off topic. It, it's all on tangents. Topic. That's that's. I mean, that's yeah. That's the way to do it. You know, life's too short. Far more know? interesting. We're gonna start with this for the rest of the interviews as an icebreaker. That was great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. My pleasure. Well, 
Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.